0: Love. Oh, radio. Can you hear us now? Yeah.
1: We' got to give out the business cards to people so they can listen to themselves. Well, I, I
0: put them in here. So we
1: don't... Yeah, hold them in your hand so you can give them to the people. Jim, you want to get the other microphone so you can talk too, or not? Hey, good evening everybody, Uncle Jim from Trek Talk, and you might notice that we started with a different theme song tonight, and that's because this afternoon we're coming to you live from Pine Bush, New York at the UFO Festival. They've got Main Street closed off here, and there's literally hundreds of vendors selling all kinds of great stuff. I'm staring at the Mystery Machine right now parked across the street, and Scooby and Shaggy are there, and there's some stormtroopers wandering down the street as well. So there's a lot of fun going on here, a lot of excitement, a lot of UFO um, and paranormal people here. So if you're in the area, if you're around Pinewood, New York, then uh, stop by and say hello. And uh, we'd love to hear from you right now. Jamie and I are standing out in front of the UFO Museum. And, of course, I'm dressed up as a Klingon, and Jamie's dressed up as a Starfleet officer. And we're doing a live broadcast right now, and we just posed for a picture. Hi. Want to be on the radio?
0: I'm um, not good at it. But I'll not good at know. it. So uh, what, what's
1: your name? Laura. Laura, where are you from, Laura?
0: Buffalo, New
1: York. Buffalo, New York. Oh. I've been there many times. So what brings you to Pine Bush?
0: Pine Bush UFO Conference.
1: <laughs> excellent. So what is it about Pine Bush that, that's going on here? Can you? My
0: husband's a mutual unit Network individual.
1: Excellent, excellent. I, I actually... Was a MUFON investigator, oh, I'm going to date myself here, probably <laughs>
0: 1982. Oh, he's been here longer than that. Okay, Aww. well,
1: that's cool. So are you having a good time here?
2: Yes,
0: I am. He very, 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 very comes dressed in an, an absolutely beautiful way.
1: Yeah, I've seen some some stormtroopers just wandered by over yep, there. That. Hey, there's a really good-looking Klingon and a Starfleet officer here <laughs> too, right?
0: Got him, God, got him. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, thank you for talking to us and enjoy the show.
0: Thank you, yep. we'll do.
1: Have a good time. So uh, we're talking to people on the street. What do you think, Ken? Something you might be interested in?
3: Oh yeah, you know. I said. I mean, I, I you know, I'm, I'm kind of sad and bummed I couldn't be there, but you know, there's just circumstances where they are. But, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. It's it, it, although although if you look on the map. I mean, it's hardly a place you're. you're in there, it's way out in the country.
0: Uh, These things are Orange County, I believe them. In the north west corner of Orange County, if it is.
1: Yeah, when we were on our way here, uh, we got off the New York State Thruway, and a on New York State Thruway said that we were two miles.
0: From New York City, so the New York
1: State Thruway doesn't lie.
0: <laughs> Do that? <they? laughs> yeah, probably. Like I said, the way I want
3: you to go is probably, probably actually Sydney, the way the best way to go would, would be to have gotten off an exit and, exiting and uh, then gone through New Paltz and through the. Uh, up uh, up they
0: to Ellenville
3: and then down a a from right? there, but I'm yeah. not sure which way you went.
0: Yeah, we
1: ended up, we actually made a wrong turn, and uh, but we ended up getting here anyways. It only took about three and a half hours
0: to get here, but it was cool.
1: We finally made it.
0: Yeah. So uh, Jamie and
1: I are standing here on the street right now in front of the UFO Paranormal Museum in Pine Bush, New York. And uh, excuse me, sir, there's a lot of people here right now, but it's a lot of fun. And um, like I say, we just we just saw some stormtroopers go by, and Baby Yoda was strolling around.
0: I saw
1: a from Babylon 5 walked by here a minute ago
0: and uh, there's a really
1: cool looking Klingon here, although right now uh, he took his head off because I have to wear a headset in order to uh, do the podcast, which doesn't fit on over my Klingon head so right now I'm a TOS Klingon with a
0: smooth forehead instead of the ridgy forehead but
1: it works it works and uh, right now jamie uh, is posing with some green lizard aliens right now for a picture she'll be with us back with us shortly but ken let me ask you have you ever seen a ufo before I think I have,
0: uh, you know, a couple of, like I said, uh, oh, yeah. it, it, it's been a while, uh,
3: strangely enough, probably in, in the area you're in right now, uh, we'll, okay. well, well, actually, we'll I can take two faults, but yeah, it's, you know, to unden- undeniable fact that there are planets oh, elsewhere that are inhabited, the uh, question of whether or not there could be
0: okay, craft One, or spaceships
3: isn't fairly really an issue It's whether or not they really want to come, come here and visit. Yeah, that's I, I a kind of
0: like thing that yeah, I would time. Time. consider
1: With unusual.
0: Time, you I think that's I'm the consensus
1: of most of the people that are walking around the streets here right now. I don't think it's a question of are we alone. I think it's a question of okay, why you. are we alone. That. I think that's... Most of the people here do believe that we are not alone. And I think it's just a matter of when are they going to introduce themselves and say hello? Are
0: you on I think that's a big question.
3: I uh, One of the favorite things I have to uh, every once in a while I, I talk about is... Actually, physically cut it out at one point. But I can. On the web, I need you want to explain to do
0: it. what's going because on. and Hobbes
3: basically said the surest life of there being intelligent life in the universe is that it hasn't been us.
1: Exactly. I, I agree completely. Well, Ken, um, I'm standing here right now on Main Street in Pine Bush, New York, uh, 86 Main Street in Pine Bush, New York, right in front of the UFO Paranormal Museum. And as I said, Karen, and, uh, Jamie and I just posted some pictures with some really awesome uh, lizard aliens. And uh, I'm going to talk to them right here in a second, as soon as they get done taking a picture, and see what brings them
0: to the area.
1: Um like I said, it's pretty crowded here. There's a lot of people wandering around the street, so um, just, just bear with me, guys. And if the signal's breaking up, just be cool. Um, we are live, and this is the first time we've done a roving live report like this, so there might be some bugs to work out. So stick with us, and we'll get all the problems fixed out eventually. So I want
0: to. So
1: guys,
2: uh, obviously, what brings you guys to push New York? I came here on my spaceship, the 420.
1: <laughs> That's funny, because i beamed out down from the Starship Enterprise, that so that's pretty cool. I heard you guys are beaming a lot of things over there. Yeah, you got to watch us, feds, We do that
2: a lot. I'm just kidding. So, so what brings you down here to Plainbush? I'm about to host of the show over at the gazebo. It's called You Bitch, Your <laughs> I just
0: came from there.
2: We just did one. It went over very well, and we're doing another one at 2 p.m. today, and it's going to be a lot of fun. This is my lovely assistant, Gamora. Hello. and uh, we came out to have a good time we're actually uh, i'm from new york originally to be real and she's from vegas and i moved out to vegas and we're street performers so we're used to doing this kind of thing and uh, it's a lot of fun and we work with the uh, ufo museum so uh yeah we have a great time so is this a trivia show that you do bet your ass yes it is it's a trivia show i ask five questions And we have little prizes that we give out, and then we have something special for the winner. And uh, it's it's just a lot of fun, and uh, games, prizes, and the whole thing.
0: Why don't you
1: throw one at me and see if me and Jamie... Jamie? If me and Jamie can answer one.
2: Okay, all right. I'll set you up with a good one. All right. When Princess Leia in Star Wars said I love you to Han Solo, what did he reply? Now I feel a setup going on here because here we are
1: dressed up in Star Trek I costumes and he throws I, a Star Wars question at us.
0: Go figure. Go figure that one out.
1: What do you think, James? I'm I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I don't know.
0: I'm so I know The answer. I
1: know the answer. I know the answer. Well, what do you think it is, Ken? The answer is I know. I think you're absolutely right. So uh, my co-host Ken and I think it's I know. That is correct. See that? See that? Starfleet knows about
2: Star Wars. Isn't that funny?
0: (laughs) So
1: what
2: time is your next show at? Uh, 2 p.m. today. And if you want a quick start, Trek question, I got one for you. Who would win in a fight?
1: Picard
2: or Kirk? Ken,
1: this is an old one back from Uh, the 80s from our convention days. TV Guide actually ran a, a cover story on it. Who would win, Kirk
3: or Picard? What do you think? Tough question oh god that's a good question because i mean you know how i feel about the old ball guy i i, I do I know say, i say i say kirk
0: kirk
1: oh get off my show get off the show I how are you jamie kirk of the card
0: Oh, definitely Picard.
1: Picard. So here's the deal. I think if it was a if it was a, a fist of throwing down brawl, I think that Kirk would win hands down. But I think that if it was a Starfleet kind of talk your way out of a diplomatic type of solution thing, I think Picard would win hands down because Kirk was was quick to draw
2: and slow to talk. So what what, what, what did I win? I, I believe so because I think Kirk would just be like, but Picard. I don't understand the question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think you're right. man.
0: <laughs>
1: well, listen, it was nice talking to you. I don't want to take up your time. Thanks for coming. Enjoy the show. And there's a show for our podcast i appreciate it thank thanks you guys, so for pre- appreciate you, guys. <laughs> yeah, you look great too by the way thank you so much. So do you guys you guys look all smelly I, like- I took off my cling on head because yeah. i i was gonna weird. say you
2: got like a wharf thing going on well i
1: did when i have the head on i look it, like wharf. it looks like you used a little bit of uh on your head yeah well
2: i'll put it back on when we get yeah. done with the show okay.
1: thanks a lot all guys right. have a good time thank enjoy you. the show so here we are, Jamie and I are on the streets in front of Pine Bush. So Ken, as I was saying uh, earlier, uh, you said that you actually saw a UFO
3: in this area, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's 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 basically once you go past these, it's basically just open countryside, and and you know, I, I used to do like I said when I was trying to go to school, I used to do a lot of walking at night, and you know, again, you, you walk out as blind and what it's just
0: it?
3: health uh, you're bound to see something after a while
0: oh, well, we
3: yeah
1: when we drove when we drove here i was surprised at just how much nothing and fields and pastures we actually drove through to get here being so close to new york city and stored air force base and i thought there'd be a lot more out here but um it's not. But, but Pine Bush is a nice little town, though. There's the uh, cup
3: saucer. Again, I mean, yeah, you know, there's all I, kinds I'm, of stuff here. Oh, I went to school. When I was going to school, I went to school in New Paltz, And the area just outside of that. Go get the back. The
1: area just right outside
3: there. of that. Go get them like, to come over here. It's gorgeous.
0: Oh, you know, the mall, yeah. you know,
3: go up on Lake Punk and that's gorgeous. Uh, you know, Yeah, yeah it, absolutely. It, it becomes it becomes country really fast because most that's the thing most of these villages are very very tiny and past that there's nothing I mean you're you're pretty much out of pretty much out of Metro New York uh, anything north of some county pretty much out of
0: the city in Metro New York
3: so yeah there's yeah. a lot of out there.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. But it's a beautiful little town, though. And everybody here was friendly and so helpful. And, uh, you know, even the police, when we were trying to get in, they had all the roads closed. You know, I was dressed up in my, in my outfit, and so was Jamie. And we're like, hey, we're looking for booth number 80. So, yeah, go around my cop car, go two blocks down, make a left. And they were very helpful, very nice uh, police officers, which is nice for a change. Uh, everybody we run into here has been super, super nice, and it, it, it's just generally a very friendly atmosphere at the UFO Festival in Pine Bush, New York. So I'm waiting for Lance from the UFO Museum uh, to come over here, and then we're going to get we're gonna get, get a tour of the UFO Museum. Can you still hear me, Ken? Am I breaking up? I am. I'm
0: here. So um
1: I think I see I see Lance over now. I think I see Lance. Oh, i am Lance I Don't have Lance for Lance. He's very busy running the event game we'll have a whole museum in a little bit. But just hang with me guys. Like I said, this is live. This is live than it usually is. We're always live, but uh this time we're live so anything can happen when you're doing a live
3: broadcast, right, Ken? Oh yeah, you know, uh, like I said, I did one. I, I did when I had my program. I did one live uh, broadcast from Albacon. Uh, I still we, we let me see a long time ago. I think whether I'm trying to think of it was my show or your show. Uh, we did
0: uh, a live, live broadcast from your so if I played it into the microphone. I mean, it, you know, so we did, there's been a
3: couple live ones in there.
0: I've got eight, all my four cards but so, uh, Yeah, you know,
1: uh, Chuck yeah. Talk is live every Thursday night anyways, but it's live from my living room. So generally if you know, I know we're going to have a good signal and I pretty much know what we're going to talk about and I have all the sound bites queued up and it, it, even though it's live, it's, it's, it's a scripted live
0: show. Uh, but what
1: we're doing right now is truly live because we're live on the streets in Pine Bush, New York right now at the UFO Festival. And there's literally thousands of people walking by me right now. And there's all kinds of people in costumes walking around, some stormtroopers, Boba Fett, uh, Men in Black just strolled by. Uh, we just talked a minute ago to some lizard aliens so it's a great time. If you're in the area, stop on by and uh, pay a visit. It's a free festival, too, so it's not going to cost you anything. All you got to do is show up and wander the streets. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So, Ken, I was going to say, you said you saw a UFO down in this area, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So originally, I'm from upstate New York, and I have to clarify that because a lot of people, when you say New York, what do they immediately think of, Okay. New York City and Long Island, exactly. a little bit. Yep, Long Island and New York City. I'm sorry, Long Island, not Long. If you say Long Island, you gotta, you gotta say it, you
3: gotta say it right, Tim. You gotta say Long Island. I mean, there's a G, there's, the, there's a the, the 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 G and the I and Island sort of blend together.
1: Uh, yeah, you gotta say it the right way. So I'm from upstate New York, which is pretty much in the area where Ken currently is. Um, outside area in a little little town called Scotia Glenville. That's where I was born and raised. That's where I met my wife Karen, and that's where my daughter Jamie was born. I currently reside in Rutland, Vermont, but way back in 1982 I lived in Scotia Glenville, New York. And hot you summer know, we were outside. Our parents used to tell us, come home when the street lights come on. Remember those days, Ken? Oh, yeah. So we're outside, and we're playing kickball on this hot summer night, and someone rolls the ball and kicks it, and all the kids are just staring up into the sky, making no sound. So we all stop and look up, and hovering about, I don't know, 20, 30, maybe 40 feet above the telephone pole is this giant green uh, sphere lemon green like like you picture your typical alien and it appeared to be spinning around because there were white sparks coming off the bottom of it like if you were to spin a basketball in water and it made no sound it was utterly silent we couldn't hear anything at all and then one of the younger children that was with us started screaming and all the parents came running out of the house to see what was wrong and in a half a flash that thing was gone And it made no sound by the time our parents got out the only thing left that the the thing even there was the top of the trees whisking from the thing leaving so quick so i'm pretty sure that it was a ufo i've never seen a craft like that in my life and i never have again um so you know i don't know what planet it was from i don't know who was flying it but it definitely fits into the category of unidentified flying object. So that was my... Adventure. And then again,
3: I, I actually, like I said, this sort of speaks because I actually want to sort of uh, make this point, at least as far as talk about what
0: the military knows
3: or what the military has found. Uh, okay, unidentified flying object means it's unidentified. Now, that may or may not
0: mean that it's made. an
3: alien scrap. That's true. That's true. Because it's but
1: unidentified it doesn't mean it's an alien. Just the
3: fact that it's unidentified, they don't know what it is. So when exactly. you're talking about the military and UFOs, you have to make the distinction. Okay, which are the reports that you could definitely say were what alien spacecraft?
1: Were just things could to figure out what they were. Exactly. And, and by definition, UFO just means that, unidentified flying object, And that's exactly what yeah, I It does not mean,
3: UFO just not, is not like UFO equal alien spacecraft. So, overly simple.
1: I think that, uh, you know, back in the early days, UFO was synonymous with alien craft, But if you wanna be hardcore, the definition just means unidentified flying object. That means anybody could be flying it, not necessarily an alien, but the craft that I saw, I have never seen a perfectly round
0: uh,
1: airplane of any kind uh, that moved with the speed of this thing and made absolutely no sound. So I, I genuinely think that what we did see was an alien trap I, I believe that
3: of course again the, the the argument would be to the contrary like okay uh, what were they doing in Scotia of New York of all places
0: well there
1: is no atomic power lab in the area and UFOs you know. always seem to hang out where there's nuclear testing going on from what I understand of the phenomena
0: Oh,
3: Okay, we we
0: it's for the disclaimer,
3: especially considering the fact that we're going to have people that are going to be, talk, uh, going to be talking to people on the streets,
0: We are looking at this
3: through as little of a uh, biased lens as possible. I mean, we're, we are we're trying to be
0: respectful
3: of opinions and. I mean, the fact that, you're like I said, the, you
0: know, the fact that it
3: may or may not be true. Well, that that needs to be determined at some point. But respectful in that, we're, we'll listen to.
0: We'll have to say. If we want to, you know. So
1: uh, Ken, back in the day, Leonard Nimoy did a show, "In Search Up. Do you remember that one?
3: Oh, yeah, with Larry Nimoy.
1: Yeah, so uh, if I remember correctly, there was a disclaimer I had search of that said something like um, The results and, and ideas expressed this broadcast are solely those of the producers and do not signify the only possible conclusion. It's up to you to make up your own, your own decision, or something along those lines. And well, Yeah. Exactly well, like I said, okay. Say so, here. so
3: that that applies here. So, uh, we're we're we really we're not making fun of it when we talk. We're trying to be respectful. We're trying to listen to what people have to say. Absolutely.
1: I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna stop some people here um, as soon as I get an opportunity. Everybody's kind of rushing around, really really busy here. But I'm looking for somebody that uh, looks like they want to talk to me, and I will stop. And uh, a lot of people are giving me, me and Jamie, to live long and prosper symbol. A lot of people are wanting to get pictures with us, which is really, really cool. Might add. Um, so I'm gonna waiting to find someone to talk to, and we'll, Yeah, uh, uh, Jim, if, I if I can interrupt,
3: if I can interrupt for just a second, uh, talking about that particular phenomenon,
0: uh, I still remember the one air
3: uh, show that I did with the. Ships that will not be mentioned, uh, and they had officers that were Canadian Air Force, and I mean, you know, the Canadian Air Force. Uh, and there he was, dressed as a, as uh, a, you know, better. and walked up to him and just asked him questions and talked with him. And again, they were, they were like really cool about the fact, what <laughs> you know, they were. They didn't, you know, they didn't laugh. They didn't chitter. Uh, they, they,
0: they were actually rather nice and tight about the fact that they were real
3: military and we were just kind of like playing.
1: I had a very similar experience. I think it might have been at the same, the same event that you you're talking about. Um, I was dressed up as a. And that, that same event, I believe we sprays painted Karen blue. Is that the same event?
0: Uh, could have been.
1: Yeah, let me tell you, that blue didn't come out. I heard about that for months afterwards, but that's another story. At any rate, um, I was standing there, and the Blue Angels were there. And the Blue Angels came and, and were uh, doing their flyby. And they landed, and when they landed, they taxied down the runway so everybody can get pictures of them. And then they parked, like, I don't know, 100 yards away, and we're trying to take pictures. Well, one of the Blue Angels happened to be, happened to be at the time, this was what, 1989,
0: 1990,
1: Ken? This was a long time ago. Yep. Something something like that. One of the Blue Angels just happened to be a Star Trek fan. And I was standing there dressed up as a Klingon. This this woman comes over to me and says to me, hey, you're a Klingon, right? I said, well, no, actually, I'm a human. I just dressed as a Klingon. And uh, I, got, I like to specify that when I talk to people, because they think I'm some, you know, Trekkies are weirdo that just run around in costume all the time and don't have a grip on reality. But that's not me. So I well, said, yeah, so I, I'm on. from the
0: Enterprise And um,
1: no. she said, oh, my husband well, yeah. loves Star Trek. And he became a pilot because of Star Trek. Uh, did you come over and get a picture? And security escorted me out on the tarmac to this guy's plane. And I got to stand there right by the wing of one of the Blue Angels and get a picture with the pilot. It was one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me uh, because of my involvement with Star Trek, and that's all because the pilot became a pilot because of Star Trek. And, I mean, how much? And again, you uh, you know, that? while
3: while we're on air air show uh, vers- air air show and, and uh, uh, crashes up against, uh, you know, Coach play, Uh then static line, same oh, same or, or maybe an air show a couple of years later. Um uh, had an F sixteen there. Oh. So they, they had a ladder going up to the cockpit, so I you know
0: you know, went up the ladder and then I got
3: off the area at the top of the ladder and I said well, well I probably would have knew I probably would have chosen the Air Force if I was, like, uh, not quite as, and if I could
0: actually, he said, well, he looked at me and
3: he said, well, you probably fit.
0: So, just put your feet in it. Uh,
3: so I did, and then he just looked, me, he said, do not touch anything. So I actually got in the cockpit of an F-16.
0: So, can you still hear me, Ken?
3: Yep. Okay, I
1: walked away from the museum a little ways. I don't want to lose my signal. But Darth Vader, the Dark Lord of the Sith, just walked down the street, and he's posing for a picture with Jamie. And um, can, you, can you talk, Darth Vader? Yeah? So um, I'm talking with Darth Vader right now. We're live at the Pine Bush UFO Festival of Pine Bush, New York, and we're standing out in front of the UFO Museum. And here's Darth Vader himself. He made an appearance. If you guys are listening, get on down here and you can meet Darth Vader. He's really, really awesome. And I'm going to talk to Darth Vader for a second here and, and interrupt him. So, uh, Darth Vader, what brings you down here? The power of the dark side. Yeah, you got to watch him. He's a really evil dude. So, Darth Vader, do you believe in UFOs? Absolutely. I came in on my UFO. you hear that? I beamed out from the Starship Enterprise, but Darth Vader brought his own UFO. Go figure, right? <laughs> hey, I saw some of your stormtroopers wandering around earlier. Yes, they have the in the area. I'll have to go try to find them anyways. So, listen, guys, thanks a lot, Darth. Absolutely. So, if you're in the area, stop by and see Darth Vader. Oh, I want to ask, are you from the 501st? first? No? No? Well, your costume looks excellent. Thank you. Hey, uh, are you hot
0: in there? I am very hot, yeah. I had
1: on a rubber Klingon head. I had to take it off because I was doing the, the podcast here. But, yeah. Well, hey, thanks for coming, Darth Vader. Enjoy the show. So we just talked to Darth Vader here on the street in Time Bush, New York, and we're right in front of the UFO Museum. Uh, guys, get on down here, and you can uh, see Darth Vader. You can see his Stormtroopers. Uh, you can see uh, some Klingons. You can see a Starfleet officer. It's a lot of fun. We're really enjoying ourselves here. And uh, so, anyways, I'm sorry to I interrupt you, Ken. So, I continue what you were
3: saying. No, I, like I said, I just, I, just was, uh, I just was saying that I actually got this in an F-16, and I actually hit inside the jet.
0: And it's really a weird
3: feeling because there's, there's nothing to them. You, I mean, the side of the, the side of the jet is right there on either side of you, and the front where the, the front window of the cockpit is right there in front of you, and it, it's just not actually sitting in the pilot seat. There, there's nothing substantial to it at all. Just a seat wrapped around in metal.
1: And Ken, you're you're a pretty big dude. How did you fit in a cockpit? Was it was it like extra
3: long? I don't know. That's why I said to the dude, I said, I said, but I wouldn't fit. He said, well, no. I said, yo, you'll fit. You know, he he just said, just don't touch anything.
0: Uh, yeah, it was it was. I said, wow, that's
1: that's interesting. I uh, I don't. I would have. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't
0: have so here we are. We're we're
1: live on the streets of Pine Bush, New York, the UFO Festival, and Jamie and I are walking here along the fans. We just talked to Darth theater. We're right out front of the UFO uh, and Paranormal Museum on Main Street in Pine Bush, New York. And... Uh, I'm just looking for some interesting people um, to talk to at the UFO Festival. There's a lot of them here. Um, We're standing out in front of a booth here uh, that sells, uh, I don't know, what, what are these things, Jamie?
0: coloring books and things
1: like that. Yeah, coloring books Someone's selling alien
0: t-shirts over there. There's a
1: guy selling alien t-shirts and citrus uh, sensations and uh, alien body gel over here. That's an interesting one that, uh, that I've never seen before. So there's all kinds of fun stuff going on here at the UFO Festival in Pine Bush, New York. If you're in the area, stop on by and check it out. Like I said, Darth Vader's here. Stormtroopers are wandering around. I saw Lando from um, Babylon 5. He's here. Um, There's all kinds of stuff going on here. So stop on by if you can hear my voice. And you're looking for something to do on this beautiful, sunny, gorgeous, gorgeous Saturday afternoon. And especially with COVID, I know people are dying to get out. Perfect thing to do. Come on out here to the UFO Festival and say hello. We'd love to hear from you. So I see a guy walking towards me right now. Oh, he made a U-turn. I guess I'm not going to talk to him. (laughs) I was going to talk to him, but he uh, he went to talk went to one of the booths. So I was going to find someone else who, that looks interesting that wants to talk to me. A lot of people are afraid to talk to a Klingon. I can't figure that out, man. Can you figure that out? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, and Darth Vader is being escorted by the Pine Bush Police Force. That's interesting.
3: Uh, okay, what did Darth Vader do? Maybe he might
1: want to
0: shut his a little bit. I
1: don't know, I think I think he lost his stormtroopers. Oh, he's posing for a picture with the police officer. <laughs> okay. That's yes, interesting. You
3: don't think that Darth Vader would actually be in trouble, do you?
1: Oh, God, no, he could just use the force to get himself out
3: of it. <laughs> well, you know, I, I am not the felon you are looking for.
0: Move along,
3: Dad. Move along. You're looking for that Klingon guy that's
1: running around with that Starfleet officer. They're over there. <laughs> Man, it's hot out here in the sun, Ken. I'll tell you what. Oh yeah, well, we're,
3: we're, let me see. It's, it's a little. Well, it's cloudy and and not. Well, cloudy and not really chilly, but cloudy and, and a lot colder up here. Yeah, it's got to be...
1: Jamie, what did you say it is? Like
3: 80
0: here? No, it said it's, it's about uh, 75 or 75?
1: We're so. standing out here in the sun, I don't know. It seems, it seems really, really warm uh, to me for this time of year. But, um, anyways, we're having fun. We're having a blast here at the UFO festival here in Pine Bush, New York. And, uh... Stop on by if you're in the area. So, uh... Hey, guy, I, I love that hat, guy. What do you think? Hopefully. How are the Mets going to do? Uh,
0: hopefully they win the way again.
1: Yeah. So what, what brings you to Pine Bush, New York? All uh, the All the festivals. So let me ask you, do you believe that we're alone or that we're not alone?
0: Uh, we're not
1: alone. I think that's a wise choice. We're definitely not alone. Why do you think that we're not alone? The world is kind of big. The universe is kind of be for us to be only humans here or... Being here,
0: yeah. That that you know
1: what? That would be disappointing if we were the end all be all of everything. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when we're you
1: done, then that's it. No more anything. Yeah, I, I agree. Kind of to believe, yeah. I, I agree. But hey, I love your hat. I'm a huge Mets you. fan <laughs> myself. They're they're on a roll. I hope they yeah. can keep it going. myself. They're winning now, though. They're winning. I and I like your shirt too. I was Thank a huge you Supernatural I you fan. You
0: do. love it. So we're very um, upset when they.
1: Oh, I know. So uh, my daughter my daughter gave you a card for our podcast from Trek Talking. So when you get home, you can go to the website, you can download it, and you can hear yourself on the radio. Oh, oh, so thanks, thanks. For, <laughs> thanks for talking to me.
0: Thank you. Enjoy thank you. the rest of
1: the show. Thank Let's thank you. go, Mets. Yes, sir. <laughs> so uh, I just found a Mets fan wandering uh, the streets of the UFO Festival, Ken.
0: Okay? Wow, really? Okay.
1: Yeah, so there's more than one of us out there. Uh-huh.
0: See, we're not alone. That's true. Ooh. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh. Yeah,
1: so this, this, is a, this is a huge festival. Um, I wish I could walk all the way down the street and uh, give you guys a really good uh, feel for the whole thing. Uh, Jamie and I walked down the street when we got here this morning. We've been here since, what, 8 o'clock, Jamie? 8.30? Yeah.
0: And the convention ends at 4.
1: Yeah, the festival ends at 4.00. Uh, we got here around 8 to set up our booth and, and whatnot, and we walked the entire festival of Main Street all the way to the end, and uh, it's it set up like a seat. When you get to the end, you can make a right, go into the park, you can make a left and go down another side street where there's all kinds of food vendors. They have fried dough and hot dogs and pizza, Italian ices. Kettle corn. There's all kinds of food rides here. So if you're looking for something to grab to eat, uh, this is definitely the place to do it. Jamie and I even found a guy selling records. There's a a record booth here. Can can you believe that? Vinyl.
3: Ooh. You know, actually, you know, the weird part is is vinyl is actually coming back. Uh because they the now record players now that you can hook
0: uh, record players
3: now that have USB cable. So you can hook
0: you can hook that up to your computer
3: and play vinyl.
1: Yeah, uh, Jamie actually bought me a record player for Christmas two years ago, and I've been going out and recollecting my old vinyl collection on vinyl, and I got rid of all my CDs and went back to vinyl because I think vinyl sounds so much better.
3: It does. I mean, you know... So, anyways, uh, we're still here. Yeah, I, still, I actually still have all my CDs. I got rid of the sets when I moved in here. Oh, God, because I don't have any way of playing them anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I feel your pain, Kent. So, let me ask you, have you been watching Lord deck?
3: Yeah, uh... I don't know. I, 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 it's interesting. There seems to be a lot of
0: blowback
3: this last episode, and I have to admit, yeah, I was a little. I don't know how to describe it. A little quiet, like I'm, like not sure where they were going on it. Are you talking about
1: the Mugatu episode?
3: Yeah. It, was just, it just seemed to me something a little off about it. I really can't even put my finger on it definitively.
0: Yeah,
1: I, uh, there was a lot going on in that episode. They, uh, a lot of homages to a lot of other episodes. Uh, the Ferengi running around with Ferengi whips from the last outpost. That was an interesting twist. But we're we're enjoying it. We're 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 having a good time. So Jamie, what do you think about the UFO festival? You, should people come down here?
0: Yeah, I would definitely check it out. They have photo ops set up in the museum. You have to check out the prices online. They're we're in the speaker tent. Different people telling you about their paranormal experiences as well as UFO experiences. They have all kinds of food rides. They have fried dough. They have ice cream. They have hot dogs. They have hamburgers. They have UFO Calzones, if you're interested. You just come on down and check it out. They're here till 4 o'clock tonight in Pine Bush, New York.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. Jamie's right. They have, they have UFO Fried Dough. That's an interesting twist, huh? UFO Fried Dough. It, it kind of has a good ring to it. It rolls off your tongue.
0: So...
1: Anyways, we're, we're still here live, we're at the Pine Bush UFO Festival, we're currently at 86 Main Street in Pine Bush, New York, we're standing in front of a Pine Bush UFO Paranormal Museum, and uh, apparently, Pine Bush was a huge UFO hotspot back in the, in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uh, where there was literally hundreds of UFO sightings, and people would come here just to see UFOs. Um, it's like the area 51 of the east. I I never heard of it before. Did you when when you lived in the area, Ken, did, was there a lot of UFO sightings?
3: I mean, the 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 college is really sort of located uh, from from the village. What they or what they used to refer to as the east,
0: we really didn't hear of going on the village. Uh, they may have
3: been amongst themselves, but it's certainly not anything that went was really practice for the college students. Right Yeah, well, I, I
1: wasn't aware that, that UFOs were so hot in this part of the country. It it
0: just was weird
1: because, like you said, there's nothing out here, really. Why would aliens come out here? What's out here?
0: Well, I think you you sort
3: of have to, I don't know, I think you sort of have to look at it from the way you're thinking. Uh, The point is, if they wanted to land anywhere, wouldn't land in the middle of Manhattan. They'd land in the country. And wouldn't really be well noticed.
0: You
1: know, but you're you I I didn't think of it that way, but you're right. They wouldn't want to land in the middle of the city. They,
3: you know, would, would you really want a like saucer landing in the middle of Times Square?
1: Uh, no, that wouldn't go over very well. But if one landed here in Pine Bush, New York, that's another story. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. So, anyways, uh, Jamie and I, we're here. Stop on by and say hello. We're in the Main Streeter tent directly next to the UFO Museum, which is located at 86 Main Street in Pine Bush, New York. And it's not just UFOs. Apparently there's been a lot of Bigfoot sightings in this part of the country here as well as UFOs. And there's even a haunted morgue in town. So the Paranormal Museum has a lot of stuff about ghosts, UFOs, um, Bigfoot, and underwater objects. Not just not just spaceships, but objects that come from under the sea. What do you think about that, Ken? Aliens living under the sea like in the movie
3: The Abyss? Well, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be my to I, I suppose you've got to find somewhere to land. there any... Uh,
0: and you
1: know what I find interesting about that theory is that we can go to space, but we can't go to the bottom of our ocean. That's interesting because if aliens are here and they wanted to hide from us, where would they go? To the bottom of
3: well, the ocean. Well, can't it, go there. Uh, if I can sort a of realm in, uh, sort of drift into the, the somewhat fictional. Cult.
0: In, in the stories that I've been working on, uh,
3: there's an alien species that's been coming to Earth for probably a
0: no, week But
3: what they did is they, they they land in the middle of the Sahara Desert,
0: Africa. Oh,
3: well, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. So they, they're they're in the middle of the desert somewhere. Well yeah, who's going to be out there to find them? Yeah who who I mean, who again, you know, deep deep desert in like in like Libya in the shade who, warm,
0: oh How's the battery power, and
3: They're just for fun.
0: Yeah,
1: who's out wandering through the desert, just looking out of a camping trip or something, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, that
1: makes sense. Uh, bottom of the ocean, in the middle of the desert. Yeah, anywhere where people aren't wandering around, where well, there's no spying eyes. That's where you where you'd want to go if you were an alien and you were going to come here and visit. That makes total sense. I could buy into that easily. So, what do you think, Ken? Why haven't they, for just a moment,
3: so have an alien landing in Central Park? But that's sort of obscured.
1: Why do you think they haven't just jumped out of their ship and said, Hi there to the people of Earth? What do you think they're waiting
0: for? I'm going to draw
3: from my fellow my, my uh, stories that eventually be written uh, a general
0: remarks to a news
3: reporter. uh
0: do you think
3: you guys are going to understand aliens
0: coming to the planet PCR by yourself true <laughs> very very true
3: so no, if if we if the government actually knew the existence of aliens
0: people around you look you know, the people around me I mean, you honestly those people would understand we'll see how much the question. you know i think that's an interesting
1: uh psychological question yeah,
0: because
1: i think that Amongst the people that I hang out with, a lot like Star Trek fans and things of that nature, um, I think to, to people like us, it's a foregone conclusion
0: that there's alien
1: life out there. You know, it, it's definitely out there. As one of the people that said to us that, that we were talking to earlier, it would be really disappointing if we were the end-all, be-all of life and we were it. There was nothing Again, else.
3: Again, I, I oh uh, Sagan. Uh, you remember him? Uh,
0: Carl, he came out and said that the size of the universe is incredibly impossible.
3: Considering all the all the have planets similar to ours, and if you counted all those star
0: systems,
3: it has to be impossible for there not to be life elsewhere. There's
0: just universe, too many stars and too many. Yeah, they're absolutely.
1: I agree. There has to be.
0: But Ken, speaking uh, speaking from a
1: theological viewpoint, uh, a lot of a lot of people that are extremely religious say that we were created in the image of the Lord. And um, if that's the case, how would these people react to find out that there's other? a life out there that doesn't represent us. Would that contradict what they've been what they've been taught? Would they be able to wrap their heads around that? Well okay, let, let me start a
0: question by someone going around the question. And
3: it would be it would be really uh someone
0: God, exposure.
3: To, to us here, here. oh, as an
0: Adam and Eve, that and what happened? Thank you. So what
3: story there was,
0: uh,
3: you know, I mean, you, you know, you remember the
0: back- on Bible oh, right. and the,
3: oh, it, again it would be utterly, it's
0: utterly right.
3: people got told to culture. Right. so no nice. I, again belief Great. in other life in the world and belief on other planets it is not theologically inconsistent Believe in God or believe in Jesus is is not to exclude the other people might believe
0: somewhere else.
1: And and that's that's exactly how I feel, Ken. I think that you know, if if there is a God, and yet you have to assume that there is, then he would be responsible for everything, whether it's on Earth or on Jupiter or planet X Y Z, right?
3: Because, I mean, there, that's, not, see, again, we always seem to be, we always seem to get centric, uh, at the wrong level.
0: It says,
3: God created the universe, entire universe. Uh It doesn't say God created the earth, and
0: just it's, so therefore, then, then
3: yes, he he
0: boom that uh, elsewhere. Oh,
1: absolutely! I think that. B T or um, you know, any alien that might be out there would all have to be part of the same galactic plan. I would I would think that makes perfect sense. Klingons included. You know? Well,
3: gotta, I think guys, that's Klingons actually, Klingons that actually brings me back brings back to the point I was just uh the Klingon table of translation of the Bible, praise in,
0: in a way, the but uh,
3: they would have their own, their own,
0: their gospel, which would be
3: based. On well. <laughs> Even the Bible really? isn't universal
1: Everything has been transferred into Klingon Even Hamlet Yes
0: Shakespeare, the original Klingon
1: So uh, I'm going to head back in the speaker's tent I don't know If uh, there's uh, too much noise Can you still hear me? I
0: can hear you all right. I'm going to head
3: back to care. Oh, it was actually really, uh, ideal because the background noise dropped off a lot. Uh, I'm not,
0: you were, excuse me.
1: So I'm back. I'm back at our, our table inside the tank. And I'm going to talk to Ewok. Karen, so Karen, how's things going here at the UFO Festival in Bush, New York?
0: Wonderful. So many people, so many people to talk to, and so many costumes. If you ever get a chance to come on down, you have to do it. It's wonderful.
1: Yeah, so you gotta, you got to take the word of Karen. Karen would not lie to you.
0: Whoa. got a question to Whoa. <laughs> All kinds of action
1: going on here now with the UFO uh lecture. Can you hear it in the background?
0: Oh yeah. yeah. So Ken, believe it or not, we're down
1: to five minutes. Can you believe that?
0: There to fly around the
1: sky. Oh, Okay, going so an hour and oh, two. Guys. Okay, good.
0: I, 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 yep, we're down. We're down to I, 5 minutes. So, I, I, uh, what what do you, you, yeah. you want to I'm say closing? Anything you want to say to the exactly. listeners or what's you going on? To I'm to just like everybody did, uh from Thank you, New York. So I think uh, there are uh, less the uh, uh, I was worried about people, selling drugs uh, and everything else that people saw my head. Yeah. So, yeah. Of course. For, uh, less uh, of uh, the uh, I said, you know, let me try
1: to find out about this UFO stuff. Yeah, so listen, guys, like uh, guy 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 I want to say to thank you to Ken for, for, for hanging out and chatting all with all me tonight. Or actually, not so tonight. Thank you for hanging out with me, Ken. we it would have been boring doing the show without you, for sure. And of course, thank you to Jamie for wandering around with me and handing out business cards and posing for pictures. Thank you,
0: Jamie. And of
1: course, my awesome wife Karen for naming our table and dealing with all the fans and handing out all business cards and things while Jamie and I are out
0: wandering around, meeting um, fans and interviewing people for the show. And I'm
1: the most excellent host, Uncle Jim. And we currently are at the Bush, New York UFO Paranormal Museum located in East Street in
0: Bush, New New York. The UFO Festival is going on until 4 o'clock this afternoon. We're located in the main tent right directly next to the museum. So if you're in the area, please stop
1: by and say hello and look for the Klingon Starfleet officer and uh, stop the table and say hello. Absolutely. We'd
0: love to hear from you and, you know, put some... uh, uh, this some voices, would great. Anyways, please visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com. Check talking
1: and beyond. Spell that all out. Give us a like, give us a follow. We appreciate it. We're closing in on 62,000 followers, so help us reach that goal if you can. And make sure you tune in to check talking every Thursday night from 7.30 p.m. The 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. We've talked about the great Star Trek topic, so you can give us a call at 646 2433 and be part of the show. You can join myself. And Charles, we talk about whatever's going on in the world of Star Trek that particular week. On Thursday night, we're going to have Rob Perlman, author of several, several New York Times excelling Star Trek novels. If you wanted to read that, we're going to be talking about the latest episode of Star Trek, lower it down. So I'm your uncle James saying, please stay safe and be good to each other. Killing frequencies are closed. Take it easy, everybody.
0: They want to know all about what we do. And Jim And okay, to the man. And it's so, true. And that's why they like what we do. Very bad. So, right here. Okay, we'll get it. we got. Anything. We got it. I don't know about any So it. For Now, on they that nobody knows. You feel certain point of